Concern for the sheep. A month and a half ago, my mother was telling me the story of how there was a new caregiver that came to help with my dad in the morning. And this caregiver was, didn't exactly seem like she knew what was going on. And so my, my mother's learned though, she's like, I'm just kind of going to step back, kind of see how she's doing. Maybe I'll learn something new. Maybe it's a little annoying and it's taking a while, but it's, it's where she's at. Well, by the end of the day, or with the, her time, uh, she, was, she had found out that it was recently my mom's birthday before that, and that they had been talking about coffee drinks or whatever. So she leaves, but a little while later, the doorbell rang. So my mom goes over and opens the door, and it's the woman who was struggling that day to do her work. And in one hand, she had a coffee drink for my mother to try. And in the other hand, she had a plant as belated birthday gifts. That after her time, when she was clocked out, she went to the store and with her own money, she bought these gifts, came back, and gave them to my mom. Acts done in freedom communicate love. Today in our gospel, Jesus talks about a hired person is not concerned for the sheep. They're just doing their duty. But he who is the good shepherd is concerned for the sheep. The word concerned, it, it means, there's a couple defini- definitions, but in one sense it's, it's to relate to. This is concerning this topic. It's concerning or, or relating to. So how we re- we see between the hired worker and Jesus a different way of relating to the sheep. It's kind of like um, professors on campus will talk about they don't like teaching mandatory courses because a lot of the students who were there, because I have to take this class, right? <laughs> Which is very different than I'm excited about this topic. I chose this elective. There's a very different disposition in the heart. They relate to the class differently. And so it's worth looking at, okay, how does Jesus relate to the sheep? Or how does he relate to us? That he says very explicitly, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down on my own. That whereas the hired worker will run away in the face of danger, that Jesus, out of love for you and I, chose to go to the center of danger, death, and the cross. And it, it reveals his incredible love for us. That he shows his goodness by not backing down in the face of suffering, but by choosing to embrace it because that's where you and I are. It's what makes ordinary acts filled with love. It's like the story of St. Maximilian Kolbe, right? That in July of 1941, he's in Auschwitz. And one prisoner had escaped. And so the commander came in and in retaliation picked 10 prisoners to be starved to death. And Father Maximilian Kolbe is watching this. And one man had cried out, no, I have a a wife and children. 
And so Father Maximilian Kolbe said, he stepped forward, which you don't do, and he said, I will take his place. And they, and they yelled at him like, who are you? Get back in line. And he said, I am a Catholic priest. And they were all too happy to execute Catholic priests, and so they actually allowed him to take his place. And we know this account because one of the prison guards who was stationed there, that he said every time he went by, that uh, Maximilian Kolbe was either on his knees or he was caring for the other prisoners. And when they opened the door, he would always be standing there very graciously. And they would hear singing at night. They would hear singing from this starvation bunker. That in this place of hell, that because of Father Maximilian's free choice and concern for his brothers, that this cell of hell was suddenly filled with love. Knowing that Jesus chooses to come and be with us in our own hell at times, he always chooses to be with us, and sometimes we're in a place that we don't want to be, is what fills our life with his love and peace and goodness. It's what moves us to want to go and enter into the suffering of others, to share his goodness and love by being with others in their difficult places. And the key here is going there in freedom. Pope St. John Paul II was asked by um, just a reporter one time, uh, Pope John Paul II, what do you do with your free time? And his response was, all my time is free. Imagine that perspective. Living our entire lives where everything I do is because I freely choose to. That's why I love, I, I actually like this aspect right now of people being dispensed from mass, that there's different diocese and bishop or, you know, kind of pulling that back, so the obligation's back, um, but not here in Phoenix. And I'm like, you know, what I love about right now is nobody has to be here. Which I kind of say is true anytime for college students, right? Like, you don't have to be here. Nobody's parents aren't here forcing you. Which actually makes it such a beautiful, virtuous act. That there's a response and freedom which allows a relationship of love to grow with God. And, and maybe we have to kind of examine our own heart. Where am I doing things out of duty? Or am I doing it freely out of love? It's kind of like, well, if I'm feeling a little snarky, someone will say, a student will say, like, I have to go home and write a paper. I was like, do you? Do you have to? Well, I have to. I was like, you don't have to do that. Well, if I don't do it, then I'm going to get a bad grade, then I'll whatever, and this will happen. I was like, yeah, but you still have a choice, don't you? Because it's only in that choice of freedom that we can put our whole selves into it. And so perhaps as we wrap up this semester, there's a new opportunity before our students. That as we go home, we have a choice. We have a choice of how we enter into the life of our family. Recognizing, as our speaker told us last semester at Newman Night, when we go home, it's, it's important to remember that we're a guest. You don't believe that? Ask your parents. Like, you know, like, this is our house, and you're a guest. And so how we choose to enter into that, 
you know, um, here, I'll do the dishes. Hey, mom, dad, how about, how about tomorrow night I'll make dinner? I was thinking about this. What do you think about that? Hey, is there anything? I'm going to be here for the next week before I go and do my you know, things this summer. Um, is there anything you would like help with this week while I'm here? Do, do you feel the mood that that creates? That, that you're saying, I, I ch- freely choose to enter into the life of this family. I'm not here just looking for a free room and board and to sleep until noon, you know? Um, as fun as that is. Um, what are you doing? You're relating to your family out of love, not out of duty. It makes all the difference. There was this couple that was dating. They, I knew them when they first were students here at NAU. Um, he was actually on the football team. Uh, she was a nursing student. And in the course of their dating, he, he got sick. And they went to the hospital, and, and they couldn't figure out what was going on. Different doctors, different tests. And in the end, they found out he had this rare cancer. And he ended up spending a lot of time in the hospital, a lot of time at home, week. And this girlfriend, who, she's a girlfriend, you know, they, they weren't that serious about the relationship. But she made the choice. She said, well, I want to help you. And so she would go with him to doctor's appointments. And sometimes she would stay there all night when he wasn't feeling well to help take care of him. She didn't have to be there. And that's what made that language of love, the gift of her self, just echo so loudly and beautifully. And yesterday, I got to witness their vows as they got married. And what's beautiful is, I was like, you guys have already lived and witnessed what it is to love, is to seek the good of the other for the sake of the other. I said, the difference is, now you will have the grace of God in your marriage to help you. Because loving this way is, we we can't do it of our own strength. And the way we're able to do it, for any of us, is to choose to open the door, to let the Lord in with his love and goodness wherever I'm at. To let his love transform my heart, to move my heart where now I am moved with his love and compassion for others. And I go there not because I have to or it's the right thing to do, but because I genuinely care about this person, whether I know them or not. That I begin, I begin to feel his concern for his sheep, my brother, my sister, the love of the good shepherd in me.